TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And Good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm going to be here until 11 o'clock. Flying solo today. Bob's got the day off. And uh, feel free to get online. We have one line open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you've got Movie Pass and you've used it before, just curious as to how many times you go to the movies. Ever since those movie theaters put those big chairs in, there's just no seats left. I just, I just wait for the movie to come out on uh, Amazon and rent it for five bucks. <laughs> It's a lot cheaper than going to the movies uh, if you can't get a seat for the silly thing. But I digress. Let's go on to your calls. Let's go to Al in uh, Middlefield. Hey, Al. Hi, Eric. Uh, my computer was hacked a few days ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Al. And I, uh, of course, I said to call, come and call uh, Microsoft. Oh, is it? I, could, I couldn't turn it off. I had to take the battery out to kill it. Oh, you had a laptop? Yes. Okay, so you, you had a trick where it said to call Microsoft. You did. And then you you invited these guys in. No, I I, uh, I just uh, I just took the battery out. That's all. Oh, you may not have been hacked yet. So you just got a warning to call them, and you didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, then you're not hacked. Yeah, but I my so I had my grandson look at the computer, and <clears throat> my uh, my uh, antivirus was turned off a year uh, almost a year ago, last September. Okay. How would that happen? All sorts of reasons, uh, but some malware does turn off antivirus uh, as part of the first thing that they do. Uh, which antivirus was it? Was it something that came "quote unquote" free with the machine? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it may have just expired and didn't. You know, you're kind of in limbo. It wasn't "quote unquote" off. It could have just been expired. Um, so now, your grandson. How old is your grandson? Oh, twenty-eight. Oh, okay, good. Okay, I was hoping it wasn't some 11-year-old looking at your laptop. (laughs) Okay, so you probably were not hacked. Um, That warning comes up all the time. That's a a, – you definitely surfed somewhere, and this is a very common scam that's out there where it says your machine's been infected, call Microsoft. When you call that number, it's not Microsoft that you're talking to. So you – and you didn't act on it. You you went a little – a little crazy and just ripped the, the battery out, but that's fine. You're you're okay. You can put the battery back in. When's your uh, grandson going to be by next to see you? Oh, no, no. He, he's already been by. He's, everything's okay. Oh, good. And my only question right now is, how do I know if I have a firewall? How do you know? Okay. Well, if you're getting your service, your internet service from uh, Comcast, AT&T, Comcast. Okay. And you, and you didn't purchase a device separately... You don't really have a firewall. Your laptop is hooked directly into the internet. You can turn on a firewall within the software, and by default, most of the time, Windows Firewall will be turned on. 
that's really not that important as far as your issue that you're experiencing. What you need to focus on is OpenDNS. So if you could have your grandson configure that for you, you will be much safer. Uh, what, what did you call it? Open what? Open DNS. Open David Neutral Sam. Open DNS. Have him configure that for you. And if he has a family, he should do it for his family too. Okay. And that'll greatly reduce your chances of finding yourself down a bad section of the internet <laughs> on Al Gore's information superhighway. And not, not, don't worry about the firewall. Mm, that's not your primary concern. Um, okay. It'd be nice if you had your own firewall where you'd be in between the internet provider and your, your computer. But if you run open DNS, I think you're more the bigger problem for you is you end up surfing where you shouldn't go by accident or on purpose, and then you get hit with these these schemes like a lot of people do. So open DNS will, will, will reduce those for you. Where would I buy the firewall if I want to get a firewall? At? You would go like into a big box store like a Staples or a Best Buy, or you could do it online, um, pick up an Asus or a Linksys or a... You know, Cisco. Is that, is that a one-time price or something? Yeah, you'll buy it for for maybe a hundred and fifty to two hundred bucks once, and uh, it'll be you'll, you might need a little help putting it and configuring it in between your modem and uh, your computer. So that's not in my modem or nothing, huh? Not generally. Uh, there are some firewalls that are built into the modem that are provided by the cable companies, but I contend that since they have access to it. Those guys have access to your stuff. I have the newest modem that they just put in a few months ago. Yeah, I may not. Just because they put it in a few months ago, believe it or not, sometimes they put some old stuff in. That's <laughs> okay, what we. They said it, it was the newest and the greatest. They said. Yeah, it's new to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, right. yeah, open DN- You got it out. Open DNS is a good thing for you. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. You're right. Bye bye. That's the best thing you can do. But he didn't get hacked yet. They tried to hack him, and he was smart enough to. To walk away. Let's go to Joe and Thomaston. Hey, Joe, what's up? Hello, Eric. Good morning. And uh, I just want to say, uh, going forward, you and uh, Bob do a fantastic job. Thanks. And I get a lot of knowledge from you. I'm glad. <laughs> okay. My problem is I have a, a an HP desktop computer with Windows 7. All right. And recently, over the last two, three months, I've been living with it. I found a way to get around it. But I, uh, what happens is I have another problem when they update it. When I go to turn the computer on, it says prepare on your desktop, and then in the lower right-hand corner, they're running on temporary files. All right, so you have a corrupt profile, we think. A corrupt profile? Yeah, I think. Are you seeing your um, desktop as you're expected to be? Or is it just the uh, warning? No, because I've got to reload all that stuff. Fortunately, yeah. I've got uh, Firefox with a sync with my laptop. So I, re- I load everything from there back onto uh, all my bookmarks and everything. Okay, so when you boot up, it's, it, your your bookmarks are gone. All the things that are, are Joe's settings are gone. Right. Yeah. Yep. So that is most likely a corrupt profile. A corrupt profile. Yeah, Microsoft has these profiles for each user. and. Okay. Um, is this Windows 7? It's Windows 7, yeah. I keep Windows 7 on this one. The other one got 10. I like 7 better than 10. But I keep it. It's, it's about five years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not something I can just quickly answer over the air, but we can put a link up as to how to try to deal with cleaning up a, a, a corrupt Windows 7 profile. Okay. Um, but you definitely have a corrupt profile from my, my estimation. 
right. I would appreciate it if you put it up, and I'll mm-hmm. take a look at it. What I get around with it now is when I when I go to turn it off, I put it to sleep. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, okay? so that you don't and, have to reconfigure it every time. Uh, right, it works great. The only thing is, is when they update, they got to shut the computer off and restart it, and then boom, everything is lost. Yep. It's it's more of an inconvenience now than uh, when I when it first happened to me. Once I'm glad I have the sink. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and you should be able to correct this. So you, if if you follow the instructions that we'll find for you, you should be able to correct it. Back up your system before you do anything. Okay. Um, I, All right. Will do. You have it backed up now, Joe, or no? I have uh, most of it backed up. I've got a Western Digital backup. I I connected on there, and I'll back. I will back that up. Right. right after I get through talking with you, I'll put it back on. All right, and then you can follow the instructions we'll find for you and go from there. Okay. Thank you very much, Eric. I you, appreciate our it. Our pleasure, Joe. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yep. Corrupt profiles. Sounds worse than it is, but these the profiles that that really define your user on on Windows can be very large files. Uh, you know half a gig to a gig in size, and it basically has everything as far as your icons, all your map drives, everything about your using of that machine is built into that profile that you're going to be bringing up every time. And that's sometimes why boot times take so long, in that your profile is so large sometimes that your boot your computer is just churning away, trying to load that profile. Um, but that's that's how it works. We're going to step out for a quick break. We got Larry from Southington. Hang on, Larry. We'll get to your calls. We got three lines open for you: eight hundred nine six six WTIC, five two two WTIC. And if you're a Movie Pass customer, maybe there's nobody in Connecticut going to the movies either, uh, but or using Movie Pass. Uh, how is that working out for you? I mean, you're killing them. You're paying nine bucks a month for unlimited movies, and Movie Pass is wondering why they can't they can't survive. <laughs> Duh. That's a lot of movies, man. <laughs> if you're going as uh, once a month or once a week, oh, they could use, you used to be able to use it every day. But we'll be right back. <laughs> We're back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm going to be here till eleven o'clock. I'm Eric. Bob is off, so uh, go easy on me. <laughs> It's a little hard to try to listen to the question and see if I can find an answer to it at the same time. But I am multitasking. Um, then coming up at 11, Dr. Leslie will be in with uh, Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Always a great show. Let's go to your calls, and we're going to go to, I guess, Larry in Southington next. Hey, Larry. Good morning. Good morning. I got a little problem with my Outlook 2007. Okay. It's getting kind of old, number one. Yes, but I like it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, about three weeks ago, I started getting uh, uh, emails from uh, different people, Walter, Pauline, uh, Julius, and then the subject is uh, usually begins with a number, like a 35 dash, and then we have some efficient abrasive or uh, number 586, a reference, a pair of knives holding something. Mm. Okay. Uh, so you're getting and- spam. Is that what that is? Yeah. Someone's trying to trick you into opening oh, yeah. that message. But, I mean, they keep getting them. They won't go away. Uh, I hear you. It's not Outlook's fault. Okay. Um, you can you can configure your junk settings within Outlook to try to look at those emails and take care of them. However, people are getting smarter and smarter in how they send these messages out. So your junk mail, your junk, your junk settings in Outlook may not really know what to do with them, especially in a 2007 version. Okay. So who is your email provider? Who, where Cox. do you get your, Cox? Yeah. All right. So you have to go and log into Cox. Yeah. 
go into your email settings within Cox and turn up their spam filtration services. They do offer basic filtration services with their email boxes. So you'd go and and you're going to make your setting a little more aggressive. Okay. All right. Do you have you ever logged in? No. Okay. So you're going to have to go through the process of logging. I'll give them a call and have them walk me through it. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> and uh, then turn up, make it more aggressive, and see if it goes away. Okay. Um, if it does, then it worked. Uh, if it doesn't, it still means that these emails you're getting are becoming more and more uh, tricky in how they look. They look like legitimate messages, but they're not. So just keep keep an eye on it. If, if this doesn't work for you, uh, there may not be anything you can do. Oh, I was wondering if I... Um uh, reloaded Outlook, if that would do anything. No, pretty much what you're getting is it'd be like trying to stop the post office from delivering junk mail to you. <laughs> you can't do it. The guy's just got to open the box and chuck it in there. I know. Um, nothing you can do about changing your mailbox. It'll still deliver junk mail to you. Yeah, I did. I would only get one like once every three or four months, but now I'm getting you know, 25, 30 a day. Correct. So, yeah, that's why you would need to make your uh, spam settings a little more aggressive um, on the cock side of things. And that will that should um, reduce the amount of spam you get uh, into your mailbox. If you make it, now you can get false positives. That's why some people are nervous. Hey, I might miss an important email. Well, then no, 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 no. Yeah, then they'll call you. That's what I always say. If you're really going to miss an important well, email, I keep, I keep uh, clicking on them and um, have them. Uh, what is it? Uh, not junk mail. I do something else. Unsubscribe. Uh, no, no, no. There's no one. I tried to do an unsubscribe. No, don't do that because they know that now that you're real. They know you're real. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but there's this uh, thing where you can make a junk mail, and yeah. so then uh, that can number block yeah. will never come back to you. But right. I mean, they're, I mean, they change constantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to help you. You need to increase your spam settings. Okay, don't want to take up any more of your time. All right, Thank Larry. you very much. My pleasure. All right, yeah, spam is a big problem. I mean, in our, in our client base, we have a very strong tool that we use to prevent it for our clients in the business world. Um, it also takes care of viruses that are attached to emails. It'll take care of preventing links within the messages. So we have to use a pretty pretty powerful tool for that. Let's go on to uh, Drew in Berlin. He wants to talk about MoviePass. Hey, Drew. Hey, how are we doing? Good. How are you? You use MoviePass? I do, but uh, a little sad lately. Uh, it doesn't really work too well anymore. When you, uh, what, you, what happened? So once that the news came out, they kind of lost all their money, uh, and they didn't have money, and they had to go to borrow some. Yeah. Uh, the app, the app just started to not work and not function well. So. Yeah. Um, when, when movies pass, uh, like I was an avid, I was an avid moviegoer uh, before movie pass. Yep. Like I would always try to go like once a week, regardless. Yep. Uh, usually it'd be days because it'd be discount. But uh, when movie pass came out, I'd go once or twice a week. Yeah, you're um, killing them. Yeah, it was it was ten dollars a month. You would go. You could see one movie per day. You couldn't see uh, the same movie uh, twice. All right. Um, it's how they have it set up now. Yeah. Uh, but you can't see anything new that's come out. So any of the new movies like Mission Impossible stuff like that, they're blocked out in the app now. Right. So they're really restricting the what you can see. Yeah. But before uh, before all the uh, money problems, it was probably one of the best things. But like I'm 27 years old, so I've been nothing but. Uh, subscription services, and that's, right. you know, uh, that's always been, like, something that we'd look into, like, people my, uh, my age, right? Yeah. And uh, MoviePass was, like, one of the best offers you could possibly get. Yeah, it was too good uh, to be true, right, Drew? It was. It was absolutely too good to be true. <laughs> uh, especially, like, um, like it wasn't just myself. Like, my girlfriend got one, and we'd go. It'd be $20 to go see 
uh, unlimited movies for a month where if we were to go on any random night during the week, it would cost us $35 just to go right. um, to one movie. So right. uh, it was too good to be true. Yeah, Kind of sad to see it on its way out. Well, yeah. um, but it was great while it lasted for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for chiming in. I was curious to hear, and, and I figured it'd be your age group that was using yeah. that tool. And you went, you, you were crushing them, man. You're killing them. So, you know, sure. you, you got your money's worth. Sure did. All right, Drew. Thanks for calling. All right, bye bye. Yeah, it's uh, the bean counters over at Movie Pass finally realized that if you charge nine bucks a month for unlimited for movies that cost ten to fifteen bucks a pop, and Movie Pass wasn't getting a discount, that that model might not work. <laughs> I mean, even at one of our favorite sushi places in Southington, it's unlimited sushi as long as you eat it. You can't buy more sushi than you can consume, or they're going to charge you extra for it. At least they realize it. They're not. They're going to cut their losses. So we're going to be here till uh, eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Everything we've talked about so far has been posted on the old-fashioned website at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go out to Facebook and like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, it may get into your news feed. And you can also follow us on the old Twitter at Tab Computer Sys. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. Going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you call the 800 number, no matter where you are in the country, WTIC will pick up a tab. And I love it when their phone bills get calls from you know New Mexico and Michigan. And <laughs> so uh, feel free to get online. I'm here for you. Uh, let's get right to your calls. We're going to Greg in Nagatuck. Hey, Greg, what's going on? Hi, Eric. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. I don't really have a computer question, lucky me, but I have a I'm curious question. So okay. here it goes. Sure. I have uh, Verizon on my cell phone. My wife has T-Mobile. And bottom line, Verizon, no question, does have more coverage. Uh, she can be in areas where, you know, she can't get uh, any calls, but I can. All right. So with that said, I'm just curious. Big car companies like GM, for example, with their OnStar, hmm. you know, that can open your doors and do all that. Yeah. How do they transmit to the to the customer to the car? For example, let's say you're out in the middle of the Sahara de- Desert. Yeah. Would GM still be able to get to to, to the car? Yeah. Out in that area where there is no cell phone coverage. Yes, they don't use cell phone coverage. They use satellites. It's it's a different service altogether, coming exactly. right from the right from the sky. Exactly, they've got a bunch of OnStar satellites out there that are sitting there servicing the country, and probably I'm not sure if they're worldwide or not, but definitely the country. That's that's how it. Is. And you know, like Tesla, they say they can change your car software and everything. You know, right? And I'm sure they can right through the air. They're probably doing the same thing, satellites yeah. up in the air somewhere, sending it down. I think that's true, yes. I'm not positive, but I would suspect that's the case, yes. 
Very good, Eric. I, you know, I've asked so many people this question, and they really weren't sure, but now I know. So right, that's how they get around no cell phone coverage. Yep, they can connect to you via the satellite. Hey, have a great day. Good, you too. Uh, good job doing it all alone. That's a tough deal. Too. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Greg. Be good. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, OnStar was probably out even when 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 cell phones just came out, you know, when they were just in their infancy, when my my first cell phone was like the size of a brick, I think OnStar was out there. So they were touting their capabilities using satellites 20 plus years ago um, or longer. Let's go on to Kate in uh, West Hartford. Hey, Kate. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Eric. Sure. My pleasure. Um, I have been getting some emails from uh, Verizon, no, from, from Frontier uh-huh. to sign an agreement called Oath. Yeah. Uh, can you, I know you have spoken about it, but I wasn't paying much attention. Until you got it yourself, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And what can you tell me about it? I mean, to read the agreement online is just unreal for me. It is nuts. All of all these ULAs um, are nuts. Um but in this case, uh, they want you to give permission for them to read your email. So you give them access to read your email. Because what's happening nowadays is finally folks are waking up to the fact that free email and free anything from these providers means you're the commodity, right, Kate? So if you're on Facebook, they're using all your data to figure out how to sell to people like that, that are like you. They're, if you're getting free email from Frontier or wherever you're getting it from, they want to read your email to say, hey, where's Kate interested in? Oh, she's interested in this. I'll be sure to sell her something. So the oath agreement pretty much says you're, you realize this and are allowing them to do that. But doesn't that happen no matter who you have your uh, email through? Not necessarily, no. Um, so you can choose to pay for, to pay for email um, services, and those services – um, we'll hopefully warn you before or after whether or not you are going to be having your mail read. But generally, services you pay for uh, are there because you don't want your email read. Uh, do you have a list of companies that uh, you can uh, have your email through that you pay for? I had Earthlink years back with mm-hmm. another computer. Right. But Earthlink would not give me what I call a naked DSL line. I don't have cable, and I didn't want cable. Yeah. And Frontier naked. claims that yeah. I have a naked DSL line. Really? I've never heard of naked before. Usually IT guys stay away from that kind of sexy talk. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> This was – I read this in a uh, one of the um, computer magazines online. Really? You'd think I'd know about naked DSL. Yeah. Uh, it was a column by a woman now. It's been at least four or five years since I uh, read it, but I did some research beforehand. Earthlink would not give me that setup, so hmm. I eliminated Earthlink and went with the Frontier. Believe it or not, it does exist, folks. I'm looking at naked DSL, and it's not It's not going to be blocked on my filter. Interesting. Um, well... Yeah, I, I can try to find some listings of uh, email boxes uh, and, e- and emails you can pay for uh, and put a link up there for you. I won't have anything off the top of my head, uh, but there are companies like Intermedia and others that you can purchase mailboxes from um, if you do not want to sign the oath that says they can read your your email. Do you um, think that it's, uh, I mean, the only the only other emails that I get are mostly political? <laughs> <laughs> so it would be... Uh, I, I just, 
I feel it's an affront, but at the same yeah. time, Gmail. So many people have Gmail, and isn't that the same setup? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, anything free. Okay. You're the commodity. Okay. Did you have any uh, um, articles on your website that related to this oath agreement? Yes. If you go to um, some archive links, and we can try to find a current one for you. Okay. Um, that'll put up the information for you uh, about oath. But it's basically, you know, you're giving them permission. You're saying, I realize that you could look at my email. Okay. So. And there's no uh, comeback if you they do something that you don't like. Is that right? They're actually making you sign that there is no comeback. The whole problem now is with uh, the whole Facebook fiasco is that people are pretty upset about people's information being sold the way it's being sold, even though it, they should have realized it right away. And so these agreements are saying, look, you realize this is free. You realize we're going to read the information, and you realize we're going to use it as we please, and you can't do anything about it. Sign here. That's what they're saying. They're, they're covering themselves. Um, and so... You can choose to, to go along with it or not. And uh, by not doing it, you have to find a, a secondary email provider that says, hey, I, I, I value you as a person and your individual, uh, your individual rights, and I'll not share this data with other people. And that's up to uh, you finding a, a provider that will do that. And I'll try to find some for you as well because it's, it's a pretty common question. That would be terrific. Thanks so much. All right, Kate. Okay. All right, bye-bye. All right. Yeah, free email. I had a story I was going to bring up, but there's plenty of calls. I'll get to your calls first. I'm going to try to get to uh, Dutchess County, New York. Uh, Elizabeth next. Hey, Elizabeth, what's up? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. That's the first time I heard your program because I've been using my radio for the last month now, now that I don't have Internet or TV. Oh, you're going back to the old ways, huh? Well, I have no choice. Can't afford it. I hear you. Yeah, it's a car payment to have TV these days. Yeah, it's an Internet providers, when they send you those things in the mail that look too good to be true, once you read the fine print, it's like $65 more than what they tell you it's going to be. So you yeah. can't trust any of these Internet companies. That you. was going to be my other question for you, too, because I can go a half mile or a quarter mile down the street to the train station and pick up all these providers with my laptop there. But when I call them for service at my house, they say they don't service my area. <laughs> that stinks. Yeah, uh. and, yeah, they said Optimum has, like, the rain over here, and Optimum is the biggest uh, ones that just gouge you for prices. Yeah, there's only one competitor. That's the problem. We need more access to our poles. Those 40-foot sticks in the ground are causing a big problem where you, you need more competition out there, and the, the status quo is being protected by... All these legislators and all these inside deals and all these uh, ridiculous franchises to have access to the poll. One company is not a good idea. They do that for towns, and towns have to sign a contract. But like I yeah. said, I go down on the train station with a quarter mile down the street, yeah. and there's six providers there. So how do they – does MTA have a different contract with them is what I'm wondering. I'm surprised. Can, I'm surprised there's that many providers, but who knows? Maybe. Yeah, I can get Spectrum, AT&T, Optimum, and uh, – uh, what's the other one, the the big one, Comcast, and I forget what the other one when I sit down there and get it because a few people have given me their passwords <laughs> and I go down there nice. and, and do that. But I really I, I don't want Internet back. I've been off Facebook for like five months, which has been a joy. Yeah, you're, 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 you're getting back to your roots, back to nature. Well, listening to the radio and getting on all these programs, I just miss weather and news, and that's this. 
Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Eh, it I always changes. I have a couple of questions sure. for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my laptop is over eight years old. Yikes. And it needs a new battery, and I need a car charger for it. So where would I go and find those? Because if I walk into Best Buy, they don't want to help you. So. No, right. So you'll have to go on. You'll have to go online. Um, my phone. My phone's over ten years old, and I need a new battery for that too. Yeah, you're going to have to go online. Sadly, um, you'll have to find a store that'll sell, or an online online store that'll sell the older batteries for eight year old devices like that. Um, there are battery companies out there that'll do it. So go back to the train station. Log in, (laughs) and uh, as far as a car charger, uh, you should be able to find a charger that you could adapt uh, to your car, right, to your cigarette lighter, I assume? Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend that had one for her laptop when she used to work out of her car, when she used to have to travel. Yeah. So I thought I could, you know, I I might be able to get one for mine. It's an Lenovo. Yeah, yeah. You should be able to, but you should be able to pick up almost anywhere that'll just give you the ability to have... Uh, you you can almost just stop worrying about specific car chargers and find one that'll go from your cigarette lighter to AC power. So let's so say you plug it in like a natural plug, because uh, I assume you have a plug right now that works on your laptop where you can plug it in. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can get an adapter to go from your cigarette lighter to to adapt that into a regular plug, then you won't have to worry about any specificity. It'll just be it'll be generic and it'll accept any plug. Well, no, I used okay. So you mean for the laptop itself, find a la- find an adapter for it because I have car charges for everything from GPS to phones. Yeah. But you don't. Not one of them is going to fit in the laptop. I need to find something that's right. So what I'm telling you to tell you to do is adapt the cigarette lighter into a traditional outlet. Oh, the other way around. See, I have those that, at home where I can plug them into the traditional outlet and you right. keep the car charger in the house. Yeah. So they make the opposite, too. I'm pretty sure they do. And then oh, that way you'll, okay. be, you'll be much more functional to adapt it that way, and you won't have to worry about anything that. specific. Yeah, that way you'll be less, less uh, held down by a specific type of charger. Oh, okay. That those would be great, and then probably because uh, there's no Radio Shacks around anymore. That would be the first place I go. I think I there might be one that's an hour away, but I'd have to look online for all of this stuff. That unfortunately, retailers store. don't stock anything anymore. I mean, right. you can't even find. I don't even want to go there, but you can't go to a store and get anything anymore. <laughs> it's it's getting true. sad. Yeah, it's true. And okay, so I'll look for those three things. That and then I wanted to make a comment about Movie Pass. I almost bought Movie Pass. And then I looked into it, but I'm the kind that goes to the cheapy movies, and I'm not spending twelve bucks because that's what movies are around here. If you go to a regular movie at a regular time, yeah. and see a new movie, it's twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our theaters have discount Tuesday nights. Nice. You can go for six or five bucks. But there's even a place in Wappingers Falls called it's an Empire Cinemas, but it's all discounted movies. It's five dollars or three dollars all the time, depending on the day. And on Tuesdays in the summer, it's two bucks. There you go. So then I said, why am I going to buy this movie pass when I only wait until the movie's already out yeah. and do that, and then I can go watch it for two bucks? <laughs> there you go. You got it down, Elizabeth. Because movie pass didn't, I, and I asked the girl there, she goes, yeah, a lot of people are using it now. I said, they're even yeah. using it as a $2 movie? That doesn't, I mean. Well, yeah. they can, they're can. they crushing movie pass with their model, so we had a caller that's really did really well by it, so yeah. It can work yeah, out I way. mean, it's if you just look for and find out when the cheapies are, or go yeah. online and sign up for the emails. The movie theaters, especially the independent ones, will give you special coupons yeah, and things. Yeah, yeah. You do that too, and you don't have to, uh, you know, depend on technology. As I'm learning, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Well, that sounds great. We got to go. Okay, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for your um, for your info, and I'll go look up those things. Thanks sounds so good. much. My pleasure. 
All right, bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got a couple lines open for you. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm here at 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. I'll be right back. And we are back. And I wanted to find out a little bit more about Naked DSL. I had never heard that term before till today. <laughs> and being in an IT world, you know, you hear a lot of terms, and Naked DSL was not one I heard of. However, it does exist. And uh, Naked DSL, um, as uh, was brought up by the caller, basically means it's an Internet service that doesn't have the old dial tone attached to it. So when DSL first came out and... Um, I don't know, 20 years ago, they uh, would plug it into a modem and you'd have to put a, f- a filter on the line because you can't, it would, it would really screw it all up when the, when the uh, like if you shared a fax line with the DSL service and a call came through, if you didn't have that filter on there, um, it would screw up the internet service. And nowadays, I would contend most days nowadays, DSL is naked, meaning it does not have that dial tone uh, built in. So I learned something new today. And uh, I'll probably never use the never use the term in real life because DSL is so slow. Um, but if you have no choice, you're stuck with it until they get those poles free, so the rest of us can get nice fiber connections on our poles and uh, not have to deal with the uh, incumbents. Uh, I've got no calls right now; lines are wide open. But I'm going to bring up a, a news article as I wait. Feel free to get online eight hundred nine six six W. Well, getting tight. It's getting we're running out of time, anyways. Uh, quick thing I wanted to bring up. Facebook wants financial data from America's largest banks. So according to the Wall Street Journal, Facebook is asking large banks in the U.S. to share their customers' card transactions, shopping habits, and checking account balances. So that Facebook, yes, here it comes, Facebook then can offer you financial services. Run screaming. <laughs> From this service, and uh, they say they're deny they're actively den- they're denying that they're actively looking for this information. But the Wall Street Journal is talking about it, so it's got to be true. Uh, who knows? But they want to get into financial services. Facebook does. Now we've already dealt with the fact that Facebook really can't protect our data. Anyways, would you really want them to know what your your checking account balance is? And would you even consider going to Facebook to find out what your checking account balance is in the first place? It just seems like a crazy thing. I'll put the link up here for you so you can take a look at it. I'm not making it up. Uh, But I would recommend sticking with your financial institution when it comes to banking and sticking with pictures of your food when it comes to Facebook. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this uh, lovely Saturday morning. Thank you, Matt, for producing. Everything's been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com, thenameofthashow.com. Also over uh, at Facebook, if you do like us on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg probably won't let that news article go through to your news feed. But if he deems it worthy, it might get there. Like Tab Computer Systems, it'll get there for you. And if you follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys, we're there as well. Have a great one. See you next week. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.